Welcome to the latest episode of Fretzelmania, reviewing and rebooking the best and worst in pro wrestling. I am your host, Mr. Fretz. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Legendary JF. And I am a complete idiot because I accidentally deleted my review of WWE Evolution. So here I go again, re-recording it once, once more. You can find this podcast, Fretzelmania, F-R-E-T-Z-L-E, on Google Play, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, and on Anchor.fm. Now, Evolution. Quite possibly WWE's best pay-per-view last year. And they made history. This is their first all-women's pay-per-view that took place on October 28th, 2018 from, I believe it was the Nassau Coliseum in Long Island. I know some people who were there, you know, your Rant with Ant podcast, the Kings of the Rings, uh, many more, maybe MJ, maybe Nikki Skywalker. I don't know if any of you were there, but hey, this is a big this is a big shout out, especially to the women of Twi- wrestling Twitter, because like this night was for them. I mean, WWE just came down to present the past, present, and future of women's wrestling. Now, this isn't the first women's wrestling pay per view ever. I mean, that honor went to glow in the 1980s and now we have promotions like like shimmer doing this on a regular basis so without further ado lillian garcia introduces the show followed by an awesome just kick-ass heavy metal rockin song appropriately titled evolution by nita strauss and lizzie hale the opening match is Team Bestie of Trish Stratus and Lita going up against Alicia Fox and Mickey James, accompanied by Alexa Bliss. And unfortunately for Bliss, at the time, she was injured and could not compete. And as of today, January 2019, she is still on the shelf. But this would not stop her from dressing like an evil Disney princess and cutting a scathing promo on on her elders, talking about hearing aids and whatnot. They're only in their 40s. Like, I'm turning 35 this year, and sometimes I feel old, but maybe it's because of my surgically repaired back, right? Um, so we start off with Lita and Mickey. You know, Lita can still hit Nostrum, her, and Karana. Immediately getting you still got it chance. Um, yes, Lita. Yes, you do. You know, Fox is tagged in. Lita fights her off. Mickey is tagged back in. Trish, when Trish is tagged in, the crowd just pops huge. And they she faces off with Mickey. And suddenly we're reminded of WrestleMania 22. And what had to be edited off of future DVD and network releases of the event. Hmm. You know, Trish gets a fed, a Fez press, you know, Mickey hits a chick kick, <clears throat> Mick kick. And later on, Trish hits the Stratus faction on Mickey, who 
Well, WrestleMania 22, she doesn't try to pull a Trump. You know, Fox breaks it up. She eats a twist of fate. As a result, Lita hits a moonsault on both Nikki and Fox. Wow. Trish hits a chick kick on Nikki for the win. It's a fun match. It's good to see that the Hall of Famers haven't missed a beat. They looked great. They actually had a couple more matches on Raw after this. And a side note, Trish and Lita are two of the sweetest people you will ever meet. Uh, At Niagara Falls Comic Con last year, I walked into their photo shoot with my world heavyweight title, you know, big gold WCW belt. And Trish just says, hey, champ. I almost passed out on the spot. Um, If I was meltering this, I'd give it four stars. Like, it was nice. Coming up next is the 20-woman battle royal with, I believe it was a number one contendership on the line. So in no particular order, we have Naomi, Michelle McCool, Sonya Deville, Alundra Blaze, Carmella is Money, Philium, Kelly Kelly, Tamina Snuka, Marina Kanellis with the greatest love of all and the greatest entrance theme of all. Mandy Rose, Molly Holly, Dana Brooke, Nia Jax, Asuka, Tori Wilson, Zelina Vega, Lana, 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 Danger Zone, Archer, good show, Ivory, Sonia Deville, and the Iconics, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, and naturally, as heels, they start talking trash about New York, as one does when you go there. Uh, so they're just ousted immediately. And since this is about a royal, I'm just going to share a few uh, little highlights here. You know, Molly Holly doing the Crash Holly walk. You know, a nice tribute to her old friend, her her kayfabe cousin, and a personal favorite of mine during the Attitude Era. You know, the veterans and the Hall of Famers being surrounded, being circled by the future of the division, the present of this division, uh, kind of a changing of the guard of sorts. You know, we had a quadruple suplex spot, which was just perfectly choreographed, perfectly timed, and executely executed, Brett. Um, I have to get in one more Mela is money for Philium from the Rant with Ant podcast. And she had a dance break. I thought that would lead to like a botch or, or an elimination or something, but no. And you see our truth in the crowd was just loving it. And I think it's kind of neat how he is taking her under his wing as a uh, kind of, you know, especially when we think of the mixed match challenge with them too. Uh, Ivory surprisingly didn't censor the dance break and joined in. And, you know, I would have marked out if that right to censor siren went off like it did in her Hall of Fame speech. Oh, man, I would have marked out hard. You know, Asuka and Ember facing off in there and were immediately reminded of their awesome NXT feud. And naturally, it brings in loud NXT chants. Now, this is a feud I'd like to be, see brought back maybe during the... um Superstar shakeup, huh? And you got your friends slash possibly relatives. I don't think they're related. Tamina and Naya facing off. I know they're a tag team now, but well, I could see that being a 
decent feud. I mean, Nia's not good, but you know, they're they're two big imposing females who you know, they stand out in a crowd and I think they could they could do something. You know, Lana tries to play a peacemaker, eats a double headbutt, and you know, they both do an ooh ah in tribute to uh Us Roman and his fight with leukemia. Get well soon, big dog. Um, Ivory just being the Iron Woman of this match at fifty-six years old is damn impressive. And I think she could have another run if she wanted to. Huh, do it. Why not, right? And Nia Jax gets a future future title shot against the Raw Women's Champion. And as we know, that happened at um, at TLC. I'll give this match, you know, maybe three and a half stars if I was maltering this. But FDM. Um, I'm shocked that Nia won here. But I think, you know, retrospectively looking back, I, I they knew what they were doing. And their match, you know, Naya and um, Ronda uh, was more interesting, you know, without a money in the bank briefcase wielding Alexa Bliss plotting about. Next here is the Mae Young Classic Finals between Io Shirai and Tony Storm. And before I get into this, um, I know I I went in I went into this before. Um, in my in my original upload of this that I accidentally deleted, delete, idiot, obsolete. Um, recently, Tony Storm had her 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 cloud hacked, and some of her private photos were were uploaded, and her her privacy was was breached. And the rest the wrestling community. I mean, I have to give a big shout out to uh, Good Brother. Cody Repass, who started the We Support Tony hashtag and eventually gave away a um a signed Tony Storm picture. And you know, I'm 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 with Tony here. It it sucks when this when this shit happens. Um it's it's revenge porn, it's it's gross. Um you know, apparently it was like one of her exes or something, but that's that's just not cool. Don't upload your private pictures. I mean, don't. <sighs> Tony Storm, I'm with you, and I hope you win the UK women's title very soon. Uh, I support Tony Storm. And I also got to get I got to give a shout out to the rest of wrestling Twitter, you know, like the Rant with Ant, Patreon chat, the Kings of the Rings. Just, um, you know, not your mama's soap, soap opera. Every everyone on WrestleLogic Radio, how how they all rallied together for her, and you know this this caught the attention of everyone on the roster. You know, this happened to Paige, and Paige spoke up about it, and it was so cool to see not only the wrestling fan community but the wrestlers themselves rally around Tony. And I hope someday she you know, makes a return to social media and kills it just like she's killing it in the ring. Go Tony. So I'm not familiar with these two ladies at all. Although I saw a bit of Io Shirai at um, NXT war games. But since I don't have the network, because the WWE network in Canada is not a 
streaming service, but just a channel on your satellite dish. Another thing, another luxury that I don't have. I could have downloaded it, but someday I will. Um, because I think during this time was my busy season at at work. You know, I live on a one of the top tourist beaches in Ontario, and I work at the grocery store there. And during the summer, we are packed, and I'm I'm just always working, so I couldn't really dedicate too much time to it. But someday. So these two ladies put on a clinic, and I got. I'll admit, I got a crush on Tony Storm. No, I didn't see those pictures, and no, I'm I'm not gonna hunt them down. No, but she was just, she just had this fiery, spunky, don't give a crap attitude. She she was just awesome, right? I like the oh, was it like that football player thing under the eye? Uh, awesome. Uh, so this match was just technical, high-flying spots. I, I couldn't remember, couldn't write down all of them because it was just so go, go, go. You know, I remember a, a German suplex on the apron. Ow. It's the hardest part of the apron, don't you know? Uh, there was, you know, EO hits a picture-perfect acai moonsault to the outside. You know, she tries to hit another one on the inside, you know, she gets the knee, uh, but, um, you know, e, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Tony Storm gets the knees up. You know, there's there's a Storm Zero early in the match, which is a Tiger driver. EO kicks out. And after the knees up from the moonsault, we see another Storm Zero. And she wins the Mae Young Classic. And very soon she's getting a NXT women's title shot against Rhea Ripley at uh, NXT TakeOver. Is it Blackpool? I'm sorry if I get this wrong, Brits. I'm sorry. I believe that's this weekend. That's something to watch, right? Uh, I'll give that a five stars. That's an instant classic. I mean, apparently, the rest of the Mae Young Classic was just was just amazing, and I hope to to catch more of it. Next is a six woman tag team match between Bailey, Natalia, and Sasha Banks versus the Riot Squad. Now, I zoned out a little bit during this point. Maybe I was just tired because I had worked early that morning and watched the pay-per-view that night. Or maybe it's just I don't really give a crap about um, the boss and hug connection in Italia. I mean, Italia's Canadian, and naturally as Canadian myself, I'd mark out for her, but I just didn't care because this Bailey Sasha Banks heel face, heel face, are they going to turn on each other? They did for a bit and then went to Dr. Shelby. They either need a character change or a roster change. Like, one of them has to go to SmackDown. Uh, you know, in that quasi-heel turn earlier in the year from Bailey, it should have stuck. Uh, the Riot Squad decided to celebrate Halloween early by dressing up as Harley Quinn, Liv, Scarface, Sarah Logan, and Jigsaw. Ruby pulled off just an awesome Jigsaw look, I remember. Uh, and Liv Morgan's pink hair with the Harley Quinn added to it. And I was instantly reminded of, well, kind of of the Batman Arkham, Arkham City, Arkham Asylum games. 
and maybe a little bit of Suicide Squad. I know that's not a very popular movie. I thought it was okay, but it it just brought me back to that. I thought it was neat. Now, there was a few moments that I thought Boss and Hugs were going to split. You know, Bailey doing a blind tag and stealing a pin. And, you know, say Sasha tried a somersault plancha but failed miserably. I mean, Sasha, stop, please. You're hurting yourself. I mean, I thought you died in that suicide dive when you hit the dropped right on your head or you tried something in the cage. Dude, you're good in the ring, but holy shit. So, uh, Sasha took all the finishers and the rides just kept tagging in and out and just just going after her. Natty tried a double sharpshooter on two of the members and that was broken up. Uh, Natty and Sasha actually had a heart attack early on. Nice little tribute to the anvil there. Like, Oh man, there, there's another childhood favorite gone. I mean, we just lost Mean Gene, but just before that was the Anvil. Man, that it's, it's been a rough little while for wrestling. Uh, finally, you know, at the end of the match, Liv eats a power bomb, a Bailey to belly, and an Eddie Guerrero esque frog splash from Sasha Banks for the win. If I'm melting this, it's decent. It's maybe two and three quarter stars, or maybe maybe three. Um, these are all good workers, but I think they could have put on something better. After this was the NXT Women's Championship match. With Kari Zane walking in as the champion, going up against Shayna Baszler. Fellow horsewomen Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke are shown in the crowd. I wonder if they'll play a role in this match. And this is when you would cue the Ron Howard voice from Arrested Development. They did. Zane comes out to her Mayon Classic theme from last year with her title in a treasure chest. Now, I know she's a pirate princess and all, but just once, I want to hear that Legend of Zelda tune come out when she opens the belt. Da-da-da-da! And I'm kind of sad we didn't hear that Yo-ho, Yo-ho-ho theme. And I swear to God, I'll never sing on this podcast again. And... It instantly brought me back to a to a job I had at a plastic and die cutting factory a long time ago. Uh, this coworker I had, I'm, I'm gonna call him Ash because that was his name. What we would do is we'd have this giant roll of of plastic about 54 inches long, and we would roll it, you know, roll it out and cut it, kind of like let's imagine it's like reverse reverse toilet paper roll, right? And when he needed a hand carrying this big, long pile of plastic to his guillotine to get cut and to get made into, you know, credit card holders or binders or whatever, he would just yell, yo-ho, or he would go into a song like, yo-ho. I promised I'd never sing, but I lied. And... I'd hear that 10 times a day for about three and a half years. And around the holidays, he got really creative with it, adding, you know, like a ho, 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 or a jingle here, or a boo here, or whatever. It was neat. I wonder how that guy's doing. So, back to the match, because this isn't story time with Mr. Fretz today. That's going to be saved for another podcast. Baser tried the Kurafuda clutch early on, but to no avail. 
And we almost saw the NXT Brooklyn Four finish, or the Bret Hart Roddy Piper finish, or the Bret Hart Steve Austin finish, where the sleeper is reversed into a walk up the ropes and, you know, into a cradle. Uh, nope. And that didn't uh, didn't happen. Kick out. And Sane hit a move that she called the sliding D. And <clears throat> I'm sorry. I kind of giggled at that one. <laughs> Giggity. And, you know, ba- Baszler hits this disgusting looking arm stomp, break spot, joint manipulation thing, kind of like uh, what Pete Dunne and the villain Marty Skrull do. You know, much to the gasps of horror from the crowd. She made it look good and gross. Like, ugh, makes me cringe every time. Uh, you know, Sane tries a roll up from out of nowhere not like an RKO, she gets a two. They trade shots, and eventually they both got go down. And naturally, the crowd starts chanting NXT. Sane applies the anchor, like her submission hold, which I believe is like some kind of uh, clove, clover leaf or a Moodle lock. I, I, I forget what it is, because I don't, I don't see it that much, because I don't get the network, and I only watch NXT highlights, right? So then she hits a really nice spear and walks the plank on Shayna. Jeez, I thought planking was uh, was a 2010 thing, but I guess not, right? Sane hits a neckbreaker for a close two count. There's a whole bunch of back and forth action. And then Sane goes to the top, seemingly to hit the insane elbow, but she is cut off. And then is hung over the rope like... I don't know, guillotine style or something, but is admonished by referee Jessica Carr. It's kind of like she hit the tarantula, but it was like an armbar version of it through the ropes. And NXT referee Jessica Carr, who is a total badass, just admonishes and stops it. We see Sane hit a big DDT and then go up top again for the end Sane able to seal the deal, but Baszler slides to the outside. So instead, Sane decides to sail off the top rope onto Baszler, onto the floor. Ouch. Oh, and then Baszler sidesteps and sends Sane into the barrier. Ouch. And then they go over the barrier, and Jessamyn Duke grabs Carrie Sane's hair and gets backfisted for her troubles. Sane sends Baszler back into the ring, head to the top again, but... Marina Shafir comes in and knocks her down. Um, disqualification. Ref, Jessica, where you at, huh? And then Shane applies the Kirafuda clutch and Sane fades away. Doesn't tap out. She passes out. And then Baszler wins the title. She's the new champion and is the first two-time NXT women's champion. And given the short history of that belt, it's not surprising. She celebrates with the other four horsewomen. Now, that was a four-star match. That was fun. That was great action, great storytelling. And this is just going towards something great. I mean, slow burn, slow build, the four horsewomen of the MMA versus the four horsewomen of WWE. I mean, oh, cannot wait. Speaking of cannot wait. We have the SmackDown Women's Championship match with the man, Becky Lynch, walking in as the champ versus Charlotte Flair. Woo! 
in a last woman standing match. Another first. With the history of the women's division lately, we had, you know, the first women's helm to sell, the first women's ladder match. Later on this, just recently, we had the first women's TLC match, the first women's Royal Rumble, and maybe this year, the first women's WrestleMania main event. Women's wrestling is on fire and I'm loving it. I'm loving that they're finally getting treated seriously, that they're not just being paraded out in bikinis and they're not being treated like eye candy. This is encouraging. This is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah, I hate that chant sometimes. So the past few months, Becky has been the best heel quote unquote on the main roster, just being absolutely ruthless on the mic and on on Twitter especially. Ho oh, oh, damn. And anyone opposing her, especially Charlotte, gets booed. I mean, I'm getting stone cold big stone cold vibes here. Like when I was um when I was a teenager is when Austin was going through his climb up to stardom and then finally winning and being on top. Oh man, this is taking me back to high school. And just one of the most ruthless moments, one of her best lines came when she was on the cutting edge, you know, edges Piper's pit um, show on SmackDown 1000. It was an edge was just like, I mean, he was talking about like basically about being, having self-loathing about being being bad and whatnot and she replies i love myself now stop being so condescending to the champ and get out of my ring and carefully you don't hurt your neck again getting through those ropes huh insert that gif of that rapper and his posse here so the pop that she got here in this match was deafening all becky chants all match Anything Flair does gets booed. It gets mega heat. It gets heel the rock heat from two th- from like 99, 98. Uh, Becky Mo- does like a flying Larry and then mocks the Ric Flair strut followed by an elbow. Oh, so good. You know, eventually the ring fills up with chairs, but without, you know, Terry Funk and McFoley underneath them, Becky launches Flair onto the chairs and then Becky stabs a whole bunch on top of each other again, goes through a exploder, but Flair drops Becky neck first on the pile. Ouch. Chance of we want tables are granted. But Becky leaps off the steps before they can get it set up on the outside. Becky gets a chair while Flair sets up the table. Becky just wails on her with uh with it to you deserve it, chance. Harsh, but true. Ric Flair gets out of it and starts chopping Becky hard, and I have to stop recording for a couple of minutes. And we're back. We're we're in the midst of the Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair last woman championship match. I'm sorry I had to go away for a second. So after the you deserve it chance off from the from the table, I believe it was, Flair gets out of it and starts chopping Becky hard. Woo! After every chop, just woo, ruthless. And now ladders get involved. And it seems that we were getting the first women's TLC match 
although that wouldn't happen until December. Don't go chasing waterfalls yet, ladies. Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. And the last woman standing matches that you're used to. Boom. And after that, Becky hits an Alabama jam leg drop off of the ladder through the announce table. And Charlotte screams, is that all you have? Oh, and then Becky snaps. She goes into her zone. She goes all shamrock on her, unloads with strikes, and piles the announcer's chair chairs on top of Charlotte a la Braun Strowman. How is she going to brawn her way out of this one? Well, she gets up at nine, grabs a kendo stick, and makes Steve Blackman blush with all those stick shots. Charlotte hits a spear on the floor. She sets up a table on the outside and positions Becky on it. Goes up top, possibly for a moonsault, but Becky gets up, grabs Charlotte, and power bombs her off of the top turnbuckle through the table on the floor for the 10 count and still SmackDown women's champ, the man, Becky Lynch. That's 10 stars. I mean, Meltzer, if you don't give that one four or five stars, you know, if you don't give that one five stars, eat a buffet of dicks, dude. Like, Flair was, you could clearly see Flair crying despite her stone face. I mean, you can see some on Becky's face because they knew they just did something special and should be damn proud of it. This is match of the night. Screw this. This is match of the year. I mean, you could you could possibly top, you know, Gargano versus Champa and Ricochet versus Adam Cole, baby. And you know what? I think yeah, match of the year. I'd I'd have it. And then we see a promo for Crown Jewel. The event that should not be named ever. The only Crown Jewel that counts is the Kings of the Rings podcast Crown Jewel Awards. And just F right off with going to that to, to Saudi. Why? Not getting into politics here, as this is a wrestling podcast. And now the main event of the show. Wait, really? Like, Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship closes out that show. Okay, I get it. You know, I respect the fact that the Bellas came from these twin magic, these eye candy, TNA divas, two legit wrestlers. They put their time in, they work their asses off. And they get, despite incidents before this, you know, like Brie had a couple of uh, unfortunate incidents where she injured some people, but they still deserve a little bit of respect. I mean, they did the work. Good for them. Rousey, of course, came from UFC and wrecked everyone in her path not named Holly Holm. And I think this match seemed shorter than it was. I cared very little because I knew Rousey was going to win. But deep, deep down, I wanted to see Nikki win just for, you know, Ant from Rant with Ant have his live reaction and his verbal orgasm and just his giant mark out, you know, like he did when Roman won the title at SummerSlam. 
Oh, I wish I went there for that. Maybe I'll be there for this SummerSlam. It's in Toronto. Hmm? Uh, so Nikki hits both an Alabama Slam and a Rack Attack 2.0, which I believe is the TKO. And nope, that wouldn't put Rousey away. So then she impressively Simone drops both Bellas. You know, Bree tries to interfere, but she gets ragdolled over the announce table. And finally, armbar and tap out. Rousey wins. Eh, squash, two stars. Rousey celebrates with her family, and Nia Jax watches ominously backstage, like that dog with the shifty eyes from The Simpsons. Dun, 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 dun. Now, this was a damn good pay-per-view. One of WWE's best all year, if not their actual best. And I hope this becomes an annual tradition. And looking back, you know, this was a bit shorter than most pay-per-views. It was it was easy to sit through in one one sitting. It's easy to rewatch again and again. The Battle Royal was a fun mix of nostalgia, action, and humor. I mean, the uh, Team Bestie still got it. They can still nail it in the ring. Uh, I love the nod to Roman when they did the Uwa, you know. I wasn't a big Roman fan until maybe this like this past year when he was chasing the title with Brock because I was getting sick of Brock as champ. Um, I was one of those people who used to boo boo him mercilessly. But it's the John Cena treatment. You know, you boo him because it's the thing to do, but you still respect the man. You still respect the worker. So Roman, Joe. Oose, I pray for you. I hope you get better. I loved, loved that that ooh nod to him from that Samoan Fiji connection. You know, Becky and Charlotte tore the house down, literally. Had the match of the year. You know, Tony Storm and Io Shirai showed promise for a bright future in the women's division. Uh I'm a little disappointed we didn't see the NXT UK women's title, but that'll come in time. I mean, that division had that uh, TV show had just started. I mean, the t- the tapings had just aired, so I could see why they kept it off here. This is a five star pay per view, ladies. Way to go! And this one's for all the lovely wrestling. Ladies on Twitter, the wrestling lady fans on Twitter, you know, I think of the Demon Diva, you know, I think of the Valkyrie, you know, like Nikki Skywalker, <clears throat> Danny, no- Danny Nolan, and Kate Murphy, and of Nicole, of just everyone, you, you know who you are. You got my love, you got my respect. And that does it for this re-record of Evolution, because I'm stupid and I deleted it. And stay tuned for for more from Fretzelmania. This is Mr. Fretz signing off. Thank you and God bless.